0: the emotionally uncomfortable podcast is going live yes you heard that correct you can come ask your questions and get free live coaching i'm going to be talking about all things attracting profit and parenting which if you've been around for a while Profit equals time flexibility, emotional freedom, and all things money and wealth building. And of course, parenting. Come ask about why your kids do what they do, how to motivate your teens, and how you can become the adults they need. And the cool side effect is you can apply these principles to other relationships in your life, like your marriage, team building, and even your own parents'. Head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash live to check out the next live podcast recording dates and topics. That's Heather Chauvin, C H A U V I N dot com forward slash live. L I V E. See you there. It's January. Or at least that's when I'm recording this. And I've been thinking a lot this month about self-trust. I've been thinking about it in a way that, um, I don't know, maybe is a little bit different than how people typically think of self-trust. I am fascinated by why some people succeed and go after their dreams and some people don't. And every time I try to dig deeper and deeper into, like, what is this? Like, what is the difference between this person and this person? And I will read books on studies of twins who were born in the same home, uh, same sets of parents. Like, they weren't adopted or split up at birth. And how they both choose to live two completely different lives and i'm not going to paraphrase it because it's going to be like i i just don't even have the correct reference but i was listening to somebody talking about a twin study and how there was a lot of trauma and one as an adult chose to be very successful and go after what they wanted um probably as a coping strategy like swung the pendulum so far and then the other one was in prison And they were talking about, when they interviewed these twins, how they said, I had no other choice. I had no other choice. And the fascinating part about that to me is the belief of how you perceive yourself. And I look at my own story, I look at my own journey, and I think, fuck, what actually got me here? Because I'm living a completely different life than I was 10 years ago or 20 years ago. And I think of that moment when I had no other choice, and I was 18, and I was pregnant. And uh, my son's biological father at the time, who has since passed, uh, was a drug addict and had severe mental health issues. And I knew that if I was going to succeed, I had to run away from all of that. And I know we all have our story, but there are two ways that I could have gone in that scenario. And I truly felt like I didn't have a choice. My only choice was to succeed. And I think oftentimes we we think life is happening to us and we don't have a choice, but we actually do. Like every day you have a choice. Like every day I make hundred and like hundreds and hundreds of choices. The food I'm putting in my mouth, like whether I'm gonna scroll on Instagram or whether I'm gonna get a few things done on my to-do list, whether I'm gonna Overwork and burn myself out, whether I'm going to over mother, whether I'm going to yell at my kids, whether I'm going to like choose to hold my breath, whether I'm going to choose to put that lipstick on when I just want to crawl in fetal position in my bed or like whatever it is like a thousand choices a day plus. So today I want to share a case study with you. Her name is Angie. Angie came to me a few years ago and I remember when she came to me, she had no idea really what I did but she just wanted change. She made the choice to change her life. And at the time, she was in a relationship, she has two children. They were her youngest was going off to college soon at the time, and she was also a business owner and um owned a childcare center. And I don't remember specifically what the trigger was for Angie and why she decided Work with me and in my program, but something happened. And she was, she would tell you otherwise, but I would say she was a star student. And she would say otherwise because she was incredibly uncomfortable the whole time, but she kept showing up. And she kept asking questions and she kept attending the calls and she kept, she utilized the resources and she asked for help. And she kept saying, I remember over and over again, I don't get this. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But there was this like persistence in her, this persistence to continue going, even though she felt shame around it, even though she felt imperfect, even though she felt like, what if this isn't working, or I'm not smart enough, or I don't understand this. And at the time, I could just see this woman who has had a whole life journey, who is self-sufficient, owns a business, and at this crossroads in her life and was craving more, craving a deeper connection with her son, who she didn't really have a huge connection with, Um, deeper connection with her daughter, helping her daughter become the woman that she wanted her to become, Um, and just, you know, wanting more for herself. And I really respect that. I respect when people are willing to show up and say like, wow, this is not this is uncomfortable work. And this isn't what I expected. But I'm going to keep asking questions. And I'm going to keep showing up. And I'm going to call myself out when there's resistance. So recently, Angie decided to take on a bigger project. And she wanted her center to go remote. And I'm going to share a few minutes of Angie telling her story. And I'm going to interrupt the story and tell you what i actually saw angie do in those moments because sometimes i think when we're doing our own like journey we're like this is so uncomfortable um but i'm going to intersect and i i'm going to tell you how she actually followed the process that i teach so here she is
1: hi guys basically heather really wanted me to come on and share my journey of becoming a remote child care center owner so I was really I was like lost personally and professionally when I started Heather's program and then I really worked on myself personally and then professionally I still felt lost. So I owned a childcare center. I wanted to sell. It wasn't selling. Um and I just kept pivoting, okay? And so then I like was like full fledged back into my center and I was like oh my gosh, not this. Like I kept feeling the not this, but I, I didn't know what to do. Okay,
0: so I want you to hear what Angie said. So first of all, the beginning of her story is, I felt stuck. And then she she was just like in this neutrality, right? Like, I know I want change. I don't know what I want. Um, I feel stuck both personally and professionally. So I want you to take inventory on your own life. How many times do you say that to yourself? Like, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. People come in all the time and say this, and they're like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. And I'm like, well, are you ready for change? Like, do you know that you don't want this? It's the perfectionism of, I need to know what I want before I start that actually keeps you stuck. Write that down. It's the perfectionism that you believe that you need to know what you want before you start, that keeps you stuck. And then she said, I kept pivoting, I kept pivoting. So she kept moving forward. All right, listen to the next step.
1: And I was scrolling Facebook last March and I saw a um, childcare center owner who posted that she is a remote child care center owner. She lives in Florida and she has two successful centers in New York. And I was like, instantly, the wouldn't it be nice, right? Wouldn't it be nice if I could be a remote center owner? Okay. So you heard
0: Angie talk about the wouldn't it be nice list. I have said, use this as a journal prompt forever and ever and ever, because this is what your soul is craving. Now, what Angie did not tell you in that like minute that she was talking, when she said, I felt stuck both personally and professionally, is all of the work that she has done personally to get to this point. So although she started the conversation talking about probably in the last year, how she was stuck personally and professionally. She did not talk about all of the personal work that she has done previous to that. So when she first came in, it was really learning to prioritize herself. So taking back control of her time and energy, improving her relationships with her children, improving her relationships with her family, like so much else in her life. But she has said that it was like this professional side of her, like that bucket of her life where she still kind of felt stuck. So when her life got to that point, she was like, okay, I've did all this other work in all these other areas. Now it's time to look at the business. So that is kind of where we are jumping off here. So pay attention that she has already done all of this work to get her to this point because you're going to hear why.
1: So I ended up last March reaching out to her felt very aligned especially because I love Florida so that's like where I go to vacation all the time I'm like love the sun I love the beach and so I hired her and I went through a year of of hell personally and professionally once I hired her I'd like my world started to change at the center. I had to really become different I had to, implement a lot of new things and my employees had so much resistant to it um I lost a lot of employees I was like literally just exhausted pouring into the center continuing on and pushing through and I still am working with um my coach and she gave me all of like the tools that I needed and I decided to book an Airbnb in Florida. Um, as soon as I hired her, I was like, my reward is going to be, I am going to run, I'm going to be in Florida running my childcare center.
0: Okay. So you hear Angie. So she came into the program. Uh, she's been in there for a few years. She's actually a mentor in the program. So she supports some of the new clients that come into the program. Everybody gets one-on-one attention when they come into Uh, mastery or mastery business, and they also get one-on-one attention with me. So my point is, she came in, she was doing all of this inner leadership work, relationship work, all the things that got her to this point. Then feeling stuck professionally, right? Seeking additional support, being like, okay, wouldn't it be nice if? She didn't even know what to put on her wouldn't it be nice list. But as she started writing things down, she was also going through a relationship breakup at the time, writing things down. She saw somebody else doing something that lit her up. She was like, could I go remote? That would be interesting if I could go remote. So she hired this woman, to literally give her all of the processes, all of the systems, right? Step by step. This is exactly how you do it. And Angie started implementing, okay? I want you to hear me when I say this. Remember when Angie said she started implementing and then shit started to hit the fan? Like, oh, my employees didn't like it anymore. I had to face the emotional discomfort of my employees because I was changing. My standards were changing. Our processes were changing. The culture that I built, a.k.a. that Angie built, inside of her child care center was changing. So ecosystems, right? It doesn't matter if it's in your home or in your place of work, in your body ecosystem. When you start to raise your standards and you start to change, everyone around you is going to change. But if you refuse to change because you are scared of making other people emotionally uncomfortable, you're literally going to die right? Like you're going to stay stuck. So Angie decides to uplevel her professional life. She hires somebody to literally hold her hand and say, you did this. I want to go remote too. Tell me exactly how to do that. So she hires her. She does that. And behind the scenes, I'm helping Angie emotionally, right? She's like, holy shit, who do I need to become? Oh my gosh, you know, I'm learning boundaries. I'm learning relationship skills. I'm learning how to have those uncomfortable conversations. And I'm learning to balance this huge transformation in my life while also, um, you know, still being the mom that I want to be. And so she's literally changing her identity from the inside out. And what I want you to hear Angie say is that she kept going. She kept going. This is when people want to stop. And exactly what she's talking about, this is when you are in the middle of a race and you're like, the only way out is through. The only way out is through. And this is when people give up. You have to keep going, especially when it gets really, really emotionally uncomfortable. That's where your coping strategies come in. That's why you need a community around you. And that is why you need to be held by strong people who are like, I've got you. And you can learn to emotionally regulate. You can learn to take care of yourself while you're in the messy middle. All right, let's keep listening.
1: So... I first had it scheduled for September and that was not going to be possible so I had to cancel and rebook it and so I rebooked it for January and February. So fast forward I am here and I when I crossed the state line I literally had tears in my eyes. It felt like I I've just fucking did it, right? But then I got here and it's not even like about being here. Like um, it's not like the feeling that I was chasing was not actually being here, I guess. And more about who I had to become on the journey to get here. Because I totally had to become a different business owner. I had to learn so many new strategies. I had to step into so many things that were uncomfortable, and I think that's why when I crossed that state line, that's what I felt um, at that moment was really who I became. It wasn't necessarily actually being here. So I just really wanted to share this and encourage you guys to continue on um, and face that resistance. and you know that it's really about the journey of it it's really about becoming not exactly the destination
0: it's always about becoming it's never about the destination and if i have to give you anything like literally the legacy that i want to leave is it's about the feeling you are chasing a feeling and i believe that our desires are here to guide us right for angie She wrote down on her wouldn't it be nice list, Uh, wouldn't it be nice if I could run my center remote? That actually does give Angie so much freedom. She gets time flexibility, regardless if it's just about going to Florida, but also when she comes home. She has more time in her day to be flexible, and work is always going to need something from her. She's going to have to invest in her team. She's always going to have a pulse on what is going on in her work, and she can pour her time and energy into something else. This is attracting profit from a high-level founder, business owner, she can now buy back her time and energy and she can look to either invest in something else or she can still invest in her business and make it more profitable, make it better from a high level so that she's not burnt out. So the thing is, when Angie wrote once on her wouldn't it be nice list, wouldn't it be nice if I ran the center remote and I lived in Florida for a month? And so she actually did that. She acted as if. I want you to write that down. Act as if. So you write down your wouldn't it be nice list. You act as if. Okay, I'm going to act as if I'm going to Florida in September. And then guess what happened? She goes, oh, crap. It's not going to happen in September. I need to move it to January. So she kept going. She still got there. And as soon as she got there, like she said, when she went over the state line, she was so proud of herself. That makes me emotional she realized this wasn't about Florida. This was not about her, wouldn't it be nice if I can live in Florida in the winter? This was her about becoming the person that was required in order to have the capacity to do that. And so... When I watch and observe people who are so obsessed with the desire, wouldn't it be nice if my children just listened to me? Wouldn't it be nice if I weighed 100 freaking pounds? Wouldn't it be nice if I made this much money? I'm telling you right now, you're going to make that money. You're going to hit your goal weight. Your children are going to be little princesses and princesses. I don't freaking care. that You're going to get those goals and you'll be fucking miserable. Because if you cannot tap into the feeling... And I remember when Angie sent me the message and she was like, you were right. And I am so freaking glad that I have the skill to cross that state line and go, huh, it was the feeling. And now she gets to rinse and repeat the cycle, and she gets to up-level, and she gets to make more money, and she gets to grow her business, and she gets to choose because she cultivated and created the time flexibility and attracted more profit in her life, time and energy. She gets to invest it to get her to the next level, and then she will have to become a different version of herself to acquire those things. But now she has evidence that, huh, it's really about the journey. Huh, the work is in trusting yourself. The work is in making yourself proud. And once you understand that, that is where freedom comes in. Ah, I would love to know. What you took away from Angie? What's the one little tidbit that you took away? And how do you see yourself in her story? And where are you along this journey? Send me a message. Find me on Instagram at Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N underscore. I love it when people tag me in podcasts. I also love and appreciate when you send me a private message. It's me who responds. Um, Let me know what was your biggest takeaway. And if you want to join us on this journey, just head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash mastery um, and book a call or fill out the application um, or just continue on your journey. But the magic happens when you decide to show up for yourself, even when you're scared shitless. I sometimes joke that I wish I taught people how to make green smoothies for a living, but I know I'm doing that because I'm trying to run away from what brings me joy. And what brings me joy is helping women and men, families in general, and children feel alive. And sometimes that journey to feeling alive is painful. It's emotionally uncomfortable, and it's not always easy. This is why I created the Aligned Life Quiz. So if you're tired of being tired, you want to stop just surviving, and you want to find out exactly where to focus and access realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact, you can head on over to Heather Chauvin, dot com forward slash life quiz. It takes you two minutes, and it's going to show you. I call them internal leadership skills. Where do you need to focus your energy and attention for the quickest results? And also, which phase are you living in? So head on over to Heatherchauvin.com forward slash life quiz to take the aligned life quiz right now. If you're ready to stop just surviving and you want to start thriving, but you don't know how to manage it all, go there. It will take you two minutes and it will change your life. I also, on the inside, show you which podcast episodes to listen to based on your quiz results. HeatherChauvin.com forward slash life, L-I-F-E, quiz.